All right. So, last week, you know, going right blunt into it, last week we had a, a great show, you know. We talked about suicide and depression, um, the effects that celebrities have on us, and um, every, everything that goes along with it, you know. I mean, uh, I talked about, you know, even like veteran suicides, because we got to deal with 22 veterans a day that that, that kill themselves. Um, so regular people, you know, and the fact that why is it that, you know, everybody's killing themselves and we had to talk about suicide, you know, and that is a shame that we have to get to that point. Um, and I, I think it, it, I brought up, it was a good episode. It really was, you know, I had guys like Papa Day, Bobby Anthem, Bobby Anthem, uh, Bobby Blades on, uh, the Wookiee. I think Wookiee was on last week or was it a different show? I think, no, it was, it was no, it was just a regular news. So, um, but it was a great show. And, um, apologies everybody, I'm still dealing with the cold, so, I'm, I'm working through it. But, um, what do you call it? Uh, it? Last week was a great show, and because of that, you know, I've wanted to do a non-wrestling show a while, and, uh, this is finally given the shot. So, what we're gonna do today is, is, uh, we're gonna talk about another topic that I've been seeing going over, and, you know, I, I think it's good, it will be a good topic for us for today, and that is the topic none other than uh, chivalry. And I know that sounds like a weird thing to transition. You know, it's like wait a minute, you talked about suicide last week, and and now you're going right into, uh, you know, you're going into chivalry. What's the correlation? Well, the correlation is is that there is no correlation other than emotions. That that that's the big thing. You know, um, that's that's the big thing uh, is that emotions are very much involved in it. But at the same time. It's again just like the suicide. There was a trigger that I saw um, that made me want to talk about the, this episode this week, um, and just get down into it because sh- how often do we hear? Okay, I asked about this on the super party before I went to sleep. Uh, I asked the super party about um, to everybody, you know, when it comes to chivalry, like opening a door and stuff like that, and and we'll get into that, but. How often do we hear, is chivalry dead? Is it still around? Is it still in effect? Do people still boast about it? Stuff like that, you know? Um, nasty American Dream. So, Johnny, are you talking about chivalry and dating? I'm talking about chivalry in itself. I'm talking about... Um, give me a second. I'm talking about chivalry, period. It doesn't even have to just be in dating. I mean, if you're dating someone, you should be performing chivalry, guys. And girls to a point as well. You know, there's certain chivalric uh, items that you should be doing. Um, But just in general life, you know, there are certain things that's considered chivalrous. Saying sir and ma'am to somebody can be seen as chivalrous. Guys, doing the old-fashioned, if you're wearing a, uh, a cover, a hat, <clears throat> something, and you go to talk to a woman, you know, whatever. It could be work-related. It could just be like, okay, ma'am, can you show me how to get to blank, yada, yada. It, it could be whatever. You take your hat, your, um, uh, you could take your hat off, uh, your cover for them. You know, that's considered chivalrous and all that. And for Papa Dave, did I say chivalric? Yes, I did accidentally. Um, but... <clears throat> There's a certain thing when it comes to chivalry that 
has always been part of the culture, but the problem is is that people think it's dead or it's not in effect. And the problem as well is that there are people who think it's dead, but there are things that are considered chivalrous that they will that they will just knock down and say, that's not chivalrous, that's not enough. It's like, well, what the fuck? You know? Seriously. <clears throat> um, so I decided to pull something up. Let's let's get down to the meat and potatoes. Let's let's see what is truly the definition of chivalry. Okay, and we're going to get into that and I'm not going to I'm not going to make it sound boring because what I want to do is I want to explain a lot of stuff. Uh, a lot of us guys will do things that could be considered chivalrous. Now some of some guys could be bastards and assholes. Sometimes we are just for fun, you know what I mean? But you know, and Papa Dave's who is they? Well, Women. There's a lot of women that believe that chivalry is dead. There are men who believe it too, but at the same time, it's like, well, do you practice it? Well, yeah, then, then it's not dead, is it? Um, Merriam-Webster's definition of chivalry. Uh, <clears throat> mounted men at arms is the first, there's, there's multiple, there's, uh, five definitions. First one, mounted men at arms, the eleven kings of their chivalry, they never turned back, or whatever the hell, from some guy named Mallory. Number two, archaic, martial, knightly skill, valor. Uh, number three, gallant or distinguished gentleman. Four, the system, spirit, or custom uh, customs of medieval knighthood. And five, the qualities of an ideal knight. Chivalrous conduct. Um, with a quote by H. Van Loon saying, Chivalry demanded on him that he be conspicuous through his gallant, courteous, and generous behavior. <clears throat> There's another one over here from Lord Alfred Tennyson. But Lancelot on him urged all the devisings of their chivalry. Long story short, um, chivalry basically goes back to the ancient medieval knights. And it was considered to be this is how a, a knight is supposed to handle himself. Uh, someone like, like Sir Lancelot, you know, um, any kind of knight and warrior, especially the ones who were, who have been knighted, you know, thus having the title of Sir before their name, like Sir Lancelot. Um, that's what it means. When you get knighted in the British crown, you become a sir or a dame if you're a woman. You know, like Helen Mirren, the actress, she's a dame. Uh, she she got her damehood. Um, you know, Elton John, he was knighted, so he's Sir Elton John, etc. But the act of chivalry was supposed to pass on not just from the knights, it eventually moved on to the act of all men. You know, you could always see like a man, a gentleman, when he was walking around, and if he was to see a woman or lock eyes, even if he wasn't to talk, he would just take his hat off and bow slightly as a greeting and pass by. Or he could do that right before he talked to her. You know, it was just, it was a normal thing. It was a form of respect. Um, there's many other things. And it's transformed in this country. Um, it's definitely transformed into what it is. And not just even in this country, but chivalry still exists. I mean, of course, in, in, in Canada, in Germany, in Australia, the Commonwealths, you know, all of them, Australia, Canada, the UK, etc., New Zealand, um, Gibraltar, you know, countries like Poland, Spain, Italy, any major country, any first world country, uh, chivalry still around. Second world countries, easily, I will bet as well. Third world countries could be. It, it also depends on what's their normal customs. Because you could see a man or a woman do something, and in that culture, it's deemed as chivalrous, you know? But <clears throat> it, it, wh what is it that guys have done that's considered chivalrous in, in the modern day? And let's look at that before we get down into the true knit and gritty meat and potatoes. Um, <clears throat> first off, uh, simple things such as holding the door open, 
you know, greet, greeting a, 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 a greeting a, a woman, you know, um, you know, grabbing, uh, helping them grab things for them. Who here has ever had a, you know, at your job at the office and a, a woman comes saying to you, hey, can you help me out, pick, carry this stuff? Yeah, sure, no problem, you know. And, 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 and that one right there, I, I, I'm gonna end up having to bring back to, because the whole reason this show started, you know, all that kind of stuff, apologies for the cold, really gets down into this problem. So, um, Russell, no, because of Johnny's theory of chivalry being dead, meaning the title is gone. It would be, uh, from your lips, I deem, uh, because Russell made a comment earlier talking about chivalry is dead because of feminism. And <clears throat> that has actually been argued. A lot of, you know, we'll transition to that. A lot of women believe that chivalry is dead for one or two reasons. There are women who are feminists who believe that chivalry is dead because they don't want it around. They want it to be that women are fully equal, which being chivalrous doesn't mean women are not equal. But according to some people, it is. And there are other women who believe chivalry is dead because men have gotten lazy. Um, and there were men who believe in both of those ways as well. But the problem is, is that I can't, uh, uh, the con- contradiction about that, guys, is if you perform acts of chivalry, then you can't really say chivalry is dead because you do it. Now, you could say, well, I'm just one person. I'm not the greater, the greater conglomerate. Well, this is true. But if you're performing acts of chivalry, chivalry is still alive. You know, it's, st- it's still alive. It's still kicking. And you, you need to recognize that. Um, you know, no, don't be thinking that it's not. When it is, you know, if you're doing it, you're doing it. It's alive, you know. But there were women who believe that chivalry is dead because men gotten lazy. Now let's take a look at that. Let's see as to why women will think it's, that we've gotten lazy or we don't care. Now <clears throat> there's a more of a there's a belief that there's more of an attitude with guys now tender days, you know, attending. Uh, um, in some ways, that's true. I mean, let's look at it. We got a lot of these little punk assholes that go out there and they think that they're top shit and everything like that. They think that they're, they're, they're the one of the best things that could be. It's like, really, dude, no offense, but you work at, you, you work in the stocking at a warehouse, uh, for Publix. You know, uh, don't, uh, there's nothing wrong with that legitimate job, but don't be acting like you're Jay Z or some shit. You know, you're not hot shit. You know, but there are guys who get the, the, they get full of themselves and they think that way. There are guys that just they don't care anymore. They think they're the best thing ever. They're a gift of God, and they don't have to do these things anymore. Women need to do for them. It's like, uh, no, dude. Um, <clears throat> all right, listen to this. I'm, I'm gonna br- I'm gonna bring this up and then I'm gonna go back to it. Russell. Russell said I got screamed at my job for holding the door, and the woman flipped out on me. I was this close to breaking her jaw. Glad you didn't. Uh, now, I, I, I know Russell. If anybody's listening that doesn't know Russell, he he was not going to actually hit her. So I know Russell that he would not do that. But as far as the urge to, because you're just that mad because you're trying to do something nice, I could see that. But, <clears throat> but anyway, back to the whole guy side. There's a lot of guys that, yeah, that because of them, it's thought that chivalry is dead because they don't perform it or they're just assholes about it. And that part could be seen as a valid argument, but at the same time, that's a minority of guys, a severe minority, a severe minority. Not to mention a lot of those guys, they grow up, they mature, they realize they were a bunch of fucking dicks, and 
they don't exist anymore. Now the cycle continues. They act it, they mature, they grow out of it, but there's new young boys coming in. So the cycle continues. But I don't think it's uh it's uh that I don't think it's it's that big a number at all. So but now there's the other side. Uh feminism. <clears throat> Women pushing equality, which it should be equality. But to the point of thinking that equality means you don't hold the door open for them because they can hold it open. And that's what kind of triggered this episode for me. There was a, a woman, a Nigerian-born woman living here in the U.S. She's in her 40s. She moved to the U.S. at 19, so she's not even brand new uh, to the country. Um, her name is – this is going to be a little fun um, – Shimamanda Ngozi Aldici. Uh, very Nigerian name. Uh, not making fun. I'm just just saying. You know, I, I love those cultural names. I really do. Really helps uh, change things around for us. And she was on the Daily Show with Trevor Noah, which uh, that's the fun part. She's got a name like hers, very Afrikaans name. And then you got Trevor Noah, who is from South Africa, and he's got a very Anglo name. So shows the confliction. Sorry, taking a drink of my juice. Ah. Uh, Really trying to keep the fluids going with this cold, you know. But she was talking about um, the role of feminism <clears throat> and when to hold open a door for somebody. And this episode went big. It was retweeted so many times. Um, she talked about why men are important for the feminist movement. She said men have to be on board because we share the world. Okay, fine. Nothing wrong with that so far. But then she goes off, and here's where she gets about when it comes to chivalry. Um, she explained how she's happy for people to hold the, the door for her, but she hoped, quote, they're not doing this for the idea of chivalry, because it would imply that if for the act of chivalry, she believes that um, she suggested hold the door open for everyone. It's plain courtesy. Okay. But the problem was that she said that if you are holding the door open for a girl in the name of chivalry, that's because you perceive the woman to be weak. What the hell is wrong with her? What the, seriously, why is it that women are going off and now it's gonna sound like, oh my god, he's about to bash women, but, but hear me out. How is it that we've gotten to the point that we're trying to do a nice simple act and women now perceive the idea of, oh, d d don't let him do that. It's because you're weak. I'm not weak. Well, he thinks you're weak and that's why he's doing it. No. We're doing it because it's the right thing. It's the gentleman thing. How often do we hear women bitch and moan and complain that men aren't gentlemen anymore or we're not acting like a gentleman or a or or, or, or anything great like that? <clears throat> but yet we are. We try to do these different things. We try to be be nice. We try to be courteous, you know. I understand when sometimes a woman doesn't understand because of the fact is it's a different love language. I know it sounds a little weird, but bear with me a quick thing. It's been shown with a study, and there was even a book about it called The Five Love Languages. It's, this is going to sound so weird for me to promote, but I recommend the book. It's a good book. But um, it talks about that there's five different languages of love that you need to speak to your person, guy and girl. Uh, acts of service, uh, which could be chivalry. Um, uh, gifts. um uh, words of affirmation, quality time, and uh, personal contact. 
um, personal affection. And that could be something as small as holding the door, holding the hand, or it could be as much as, you know, romance. It doesn't need to be like all the way over there. It could just be hold, holding them and watching a movie together, you know? Um, and the fact is you can have like, maybe, maybe you have a woman that she just doesn't speak like acts of service, aka acts of chivalry. And maybe she doesn't think of that kind of stuff. So therefore she's undermining it. You know, you ever been in a relationship where you have a girl where her thing is gifts, where it's like you got to go out of your way and get her something. And it doesn't have to always be a diamond necklace. It could just be her favorite candy bar. But she loves that. But meanwhile, you try to do all these gentlemanly things. You hold the door open for her. You do the chores and stuff like that. And maybe she doesn't, maybe she takes that kind of for granted because she doesn't speak that language. You know, that, that love language. You know, that's, that, that could be the case. And that could be an innocent case. So where you're trying to perform acts of chivalry, you're trying to do something right. And it just, it just doesn't perceive that way. So you gotta figure out the new act of chivalry for what it could be. Which could be physical affection. Could be just spending quality time with her. Um, could be words of affirmation, telling her all these nice things. And girls, it's the same thing back on you because we have the same languages. We just got to figure it out because if if one guy, if a guy, if a guy speaks uh, words of affirmation and the girl speaks acts of service, you know, it's like speaking Spanish to somebody who speaks French. You know, uh, you you might get a couple of words through, but for the most part, it's not going to correlate together. You know, but. And so that could be an innocent thing if there's a problem with chivalry, and I can understand that, and I can respect that, and say that's something that just needs to be worked on, and and that's okay. You know, you just got to figure that part out. But on the greatest sense, <clears throat> to think that chivalry itself is dead, it isn't. Um, you know, like Russell Zavala, the problem is these women ain't woke, um, which is a, kind of a wrestling-themed item. We'll explain that at some point. Um, but it's... We, a lot of guys do try, now, uh, for the record, if anybody wants to say, well, the, the, these, these guys don't try, this guy, I had this happen, but the greatest sense is that guys do try. You know, that's the greatest sense. Um, and that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about guys who outright don't. Um, but the fact that they think that chivalry means that you're weak, it just means being courteous. It was, it, it was, uh, you know, it was always deemed the idea um, no, Johnny Woke has nothing to do with Matt. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know who Matt is, but, what do you call it? Um, it has nothing to do with, uh, crap. How do I word this properly? Guys, we really do try a lot of times. It just It's just about, like, just treating with respect. It has nothing to do with weakness. It has nothing to do with the idea of um, thinking that you're lesser or weaker. In fact, chivalry has been treated many times of treating women as higher. It's about treating women as as better in many ways. That the fact that because we treat you with a higher respect, people always seem to have a higher respect for a queen than a king. Don't get me wrong. When Queen Elizabeth passes on and, and Prince Charles becomes King Charles, you know, people, he's going to be the King of England. He's going to be the King of England. No one's going to dispute that. But there's always seen as a different item when you have a reigning king or reigning queen. Now, in the UK, they got in a way that 
it, there's no real equality anymore on that. Uh, because if you're the married person, you could be given the title, but you're usually a consort, meaning you don't have hold any powers. Back in the day, when you were a king and queen, both held the power. And when one died, the other took over the power. You know what I mean? Um, and Papa Dave's like, you guys are so whipped, this is kind of sad. Well, Dave, come on the show, because I'd love to hear the explanation on that. But um, it's, you know... People still see the woman as a more respectful in that terms, and that's why you do more chivalry. And the fact that we're seeing so much more the belief that it's like you don't. I mean, I've had this happen myself. I, I asked this question on the Super Party on uh, Thursday night, Friday morning, uh, right before I went to sleep, asking how many of you guys have held the door open and have gotten or tried to do something nice and respectful, and you got a snide remark back. Maybe you didn't get even a thank you, and it's like we—it's not like we have to do it for—we don't—we—it's not like we do it for the appreciation. But the fact that we open the door and you just can't even say thanks or thank you or whatever—I mean, there's a lot of women that do that will say thank you, of course. So, but that's why, like, you get guys who get an attitude like that. But it's like we try to do the right thing, and we get snapped for it and basically told it's not. I mean, how? And I ask that, like, if guys have ever had a case where. You held the door open for a girl, and she's basically like, I can get it myself. So you're basically like, okay, fine, the hell with you. And you just walk on in and slam the door behind you so that way she's got to open it. You know, I've never, I've never had that. I've wanted to because some women are just such an attitude about it. And it's not the greatest sense, but the fact is it does become more and more to the fact of why that, that part's growing. The whole thing with guys not being chivalrous, I don't think it's necessarily growing. In some ways it could be, but just because maybe guys are tired because of the fact that we're getting the attitude from you because it's like it, it, there are guys who are assholes and that part's not growing uh, too much. Uh, in many ways, I think our society is at the point where we're growing down from that in some ways. Uh, maybe you're getting like the, the young teenager who thinks he's a bad boy and something like that, but th that part's dying down. But if there is more guys that's not doing the chivalry, it's – because of the fact that they're just tired of getting the crap from women because we're told that it's one thing or another. You know, and that's the thing is that feminism really is killing chivalry. You know, Dave Chappelle said the best line. He talked about it in his special, Killing Him Softly. I think that was a 2000... One, 2002 episode, special that he had done. And... Um, he had said, you know, he talked about it, chivalry is dead. And he said that he'd hear that from women. Chivalry is dead. And he goes, you know what, ladies? You're right. Chivalry is dead. And women killed it. And the entire audience of the men got up, applauded him. Some of the guys were probably looking at their girls going, that's right. The fuck? You know, stuff like that. I mean, <laughs> but. And it, okay, 2000. Killing them softly was 2000 during the election. Okay. Um. You know, it's, it's, it's just, there is many ways that women killed chivalry. If men killed chivalry or was dying, it's because of the fact that we were hearing the crap that we were hearing. So we stopped, uh, you know, Papa Dave saying men are killing chivalry. Dave, I'd love to have you on because I would, I want to debate this. I really do. Uh, respectfully, you know, and I only say, I know Dave knows I'd be, it would be respectful, but I just want to point out that to the listeners. Um, you know, and he doesn't want to come on. You know, feminists are exactly that because of the experiences they've had with men. Exactly the same as a guy calling a woman a feminist bitch. No difference whatsoever. No, and Miss My Life said that. And, and in many ways, that could be valid. 
I mean, the fact that maybe women have an attitude because these things have happened to them. And you know what? That is a valid argument. But at the same time, it's like, <clears throat> how is it that... My bad. Made the wrong call. I just got to call Papa Dave himself. I saw his name first, and I was starting to call the group. But it's like... <clears throat> Hey, Dave. Dave, I hear you. Okay, Dave's probably going to rework the audio, guys. Uh, so while we give Dave the time to uh, work the audio, um, is it the idea that women could have uh, had some experiences so that way they have that attitude? That That could be valid. That could be definitely a valid argument. But at the same time, it's like, how is it that Maybe one guy gave an attitude or a couple of guys gave an attitude, but that now the next guy, he holds the door open for you and you don't think differently on that one because that's what I'm trying to figure out is that if women are having that problem because of previous men, isn't it usually that men didn't hold the door or maybe they just gave an attitude about whatever or they closed it in front of them? But now if you got a guy who comes to the side, opens the door for you, isn't that a different result? Dave, can you hear me? I can hear you. Perfect. Uh, okay, so uh, welcome everybody to Papa Dave. He's on the air now. Hello. Uh, so glad to have you on, Dave. I'm telling okay. you, these, these uh, non-wrestling shows, are, 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 I'm really going to be enjoying these. You know, I've been wanting to do something like this for a while, and a different topic each week I think is something good. It keeps it fresh. I agree. So, um, yeah, I know you got some other reviews about what I'm saying on this, but on the one part I'm saying right now, um, mm -hmm. hang on a second. <clears throat> Sorry, I had to cough and I didn't want to cough in your ear. Um, you know, like what Miss My Life said, you know, feminists are exactly, uh, you know, she, she wrote down feminist bitches are exactly that because of the experiences they've had with men, exactly the same as a guy calling a woman a feminist bitch, no difference whatsoever, which can be a valid argument. But, on the part that I'm saying right now, the idea maybe they have that attitude when it comes to um, um, when it comes to like access chivalry, like opening the door. Usually, something like that would probably be because of the fact of if a guy didn't do it, he had an attitude. Maybe he opened the door and made sure to close it behind him so the girl couldn't come in, stuff like that. So, if you're opening the door, if a guy, another guy comes over and does open the door for you, wouldn't you be acting uh, differently because you're realizing this guy's outright trying to do an act of chivalry? Now I know for the record everybody Papa Dave is an older guy he's not he's not some 20 year old woman that I'm asking this but I know he's on a different side on me on some of this so that's why I'm asking him like that. Okay, repeat the question. If what Miss My Life said is true that yeah. feminists are like this because of the fact of their experiences with men which could be in many ways valid but if we're talking mm -hmm. about the idea of performing an act of chivalry Maybe they got that attitude because guys were going in, grabbing a door for themselves, slamming it shut on a girl, or all these other kind of things, so they became this way. But if a guy does open a door for them, they should realistically be acting differently because they see the guy is outright trying to be nice rather than having an attitude about it and getting mad and it's like, I could do it myself. Dude, number one, we're just there's way too fucking many expectations here where I'm expecting you to act a certain way because I act a certain way or I expect you to act, you know, all grateful because I open a door or maybe nowadays in 2018 I act you I expect you to act 
ungrateful when I open yeah. the door. There's all kinds of expectations going on here, yeah. but there's absolutely no fucking reality. And the reality is this, and, and this is why I made a couple of the statements I did. You know, I understand chivalry as an ideal and the chivalric ideal and, and, you know, I do, being a student of history, I, I, I've delved into that stuff, but I also understand that for the most part, that shit for most of us is very intimidating. Why is that? And I never, I never heard the word chivalry until, you know, uh, I, I just, I started watching movies. Chivalry was a movie idea to me, but the idea that I that was instilled in me from from a young age was courtesy. Right, just like that lady said. See, I understand courtesy, and I kind of understand where she's coming from. Now, her motives on the come from, and there again, me trying to attach all my expectations onto what she says. I don't care what she says. That's what she believes. That's fine. Good for her. What I believe is far, far simpler. I was taught to be a courteous person. And, you know, it, this is one of those things where I can tell you how nice and how courteous and how kind I try to be. But it's all horseshit unless, you know, it's actually experienced. My talking about it is meaningless unless I'm actually doing it. You know, do, do, do I... Do I uh, why do I open a door for others? Not just women, but other people. You know, say somebody has a, a load in their hand and they, you know, you hold the door open for them. Am I doing it because I'm trying to be something better or because I'm being courteous? Right. To another human being, connecting one on one with that human being in that moment and then moving on to whatever happens next. See that you know th those are the parameters that I live within. <clears throat> Any high ideals that I ever had, I found that I couldn't live up to most of the high ideals anyway. But when I put those very simple expectations down to a level where I could live with them, open a door, say yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. Treat everybody you meet the way actually you'd like to be treated by them. Right. You start with those simple parameters and see where everything goes. Now, what everybody else's attitude is toward what I do, I can't control that. I have no control over whether when I open a door for somebody, they get all bitchy about it. <laughs> That's about them. That's what they're doing. That's wherever they happen to be in their life. Yeah. I have to live where I'm at right now. I guess so, you know, and if I'm doing that, then maybe I'm also allowing them to be where they are as well. Yeah. And, 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 you know, see, I, I don't get that very often. I can only think of a couple occasion, a couple of occasions in my life where when I opened a door for someone, they got all, you know, what the fuck? Yeah. And it really hasn't even been recently. Well, I think it, I think the fact of, you know, down in the South, it maybe it's a little bit different because there's still that southern hospitality, and then the same could be said about Texas for the Texas. I don't know what you guys would call it, if it is Texas hospitality or just the Texas climate. That things seem to be a little bit more different. In the north, it seems to be a little bit more prevalent. Down here in the south, it's becoming more prevalent because Florida, we got so many New Yorkers, myself included. So I'll I'll die myself out that 
it's it's starting to change, and more and more it's affecting down here. Now, maybe in the deep south, you know, in the Bible Belt, such as states like South Carolina and Mississippi, may still be in full effect of the southern hospitality, the southern gentlemen, and access chivalry. Um, but here in Florida, it's it seems to be different. It's more and more. Like, I've actually had a case of – here's an extreme example <clears> – <throat> Um, and then I want to quote Miss My Life out, and uh, I'm just uh, too long a name. I'm just going to say Lifey, like I said last episode. Um, uh, his son that happened to me one time. I was just walking. I, I was just walking, and it was in a <clears throat> in a hallway, and, and a girl passed by, and a good looking girl, I will add. But all I say is, "Hi, how are you doing?" That's all I said. "Hi, how are you doing?" Or "Hi, how's your day?" or something like that. And you, you know what the response was? I'm, mm. I'm not a whore. What the fuck? Apparently, greeting because the thing is that greeting a girl now means I want to get in your pants. In which case, how you doing, Dave? <laughs> Listen to me as I don't acknowledge Johnny. <laughs> it's a joke, but in any case, I know it was a joke. But no, it's like, but it's seriously, it's like, what the hell is like we. Uh, the, the the thing now is that and I've, when I went to college, and this was the fun part, being a, uh, an Army Iraq War veteran and um, and having formerly been a corrections officer at this point by the time I entered college, I had a lot more age and experience in life. Um, you know, I'd served under the command of women. I had, a, I had to put my life on the hands of a woman for leadership, stuff like that, which I had no problem. There were some amazing leaders. So... The point is I'm coming in with a background of the idea of women for equality because I've had women in command of me. No worries. Um, but I go to say, I go to college and I'm dealing with these younger girls and I'm seeing some of this crap and I'm trying to learn about it. And it's like, what the hell's going on? And apparently the mind, mindset now is that men have such an agenda to just get in a woman's pants, uh, that any little thing we do just talking to women means that we have an agenda. And, I understand the fact that guys want to get with girls and girls want to get with guys. I understand that mindset. And I understand the fact that any guy, for the most part, wants to get with almost any girl that they are attracted to. That, that That's not a, a, a belief to underestimate. But the fact that just talking to a girl and just greeting them could be seen as a problem. It's like th – that. I don't know if it goes back to the fact that we've so – Discommunicated ourselves from social life because of phones and the internet and everything. The fact that now you go to a fucking restaurant and you'll see four people, four teenagers sitting at a, at a table together, and what happens? They're texting each other or they're Instagramming. Oh my god, I'm going to send you this. T talk to each other. But I don't. I don't. And I know it's a side topic, and we could probably make an episode on that. But it's like we've gotten so much away from the social skills that now when a guy just talks to a girl that it's like as if there has to be an agenda if you don't already have a friendship with them if you don't already have some kind of acquaintanceship if you don't already have some kind of direct thing going there's got to be an agenda apparently but the fact is uh, you're just greeting somebody so it's like that's deemed the, the like the fact that now we'll have incidents like this it's it's like l literally that's part of the thing that makes it even harder for guys to want to be respectful or even acknowledge because it's like we it's like now it's like any little thing that has to be something going on. Well, now see and and here you're you're uh, uh, going on the whole premise and I I use the word premise very specifically here. Hang on. 
you're going on the whole premise that that we need to to adjust our behavior based on what other people want, namely women, namely or, or even more specifically in the women category, feminists. So if the feminists are saying that that we're doing the, these are our attitudes and we're doing it because we want to get in their britches and and it's and it's all about uh, ultimately sex sex sex. <clears throat> well, let's look at a little history and we all love history around here. So let's look at a little, you know, personal history and I can only look at my personal history. Now, I I, I can say without uh, any hesitation that I was raised right. I was raised properly. I was given good manners. I was taught to to say please and thank you and the ma'ams and the sir. I'm from Texas. My mother's a southerner. My dad was basically, though he was uh, born in Pennsylvania and raised in uh, suburban Philadelphia, he was born in the country in southern Pennsylvania. He comes from country folks. So they did the same thing even up there. Please, yep. thank you, ma'am, sir. They're just not, they're they're not were, country of Southern. They're just called Hicks, but the same premise. Well, and, and it's the whole thing. When when he woke up early in the morning, he looked outside. There was a you know big bunch of fucking trees, just like my mom. So they understood all that. So those were the very simple values I had. <clears throat> that's that's the stuff that was instilled in them. So instilled in me, and on and on. Now, if I start adjusting myself to what other people are philosophizing about, not particularly truth, but, but you know, we're, we're all philosophizing about, well, all the guys want to get in our pants. Is that a philosophy or is it truth? Now, the, the history of me is this. At a certain point in my life, I kind of did want to get into all the pants. Actually, more than more than one point in my life. Yes, absolutely. When I talk to a girl, and, and you know, an attractive girl, it might not have been the first thought, might not have even been the second thought, but it was generally uh, pulling up at number three. That hmm, I wonder. I just wonder. Usually, you have to dismiss that pretty quickly because that ain't going to happen. Right, but at the same time, you didn't make an agenda out of it. You just had an attraction for it. Well, here's the thing. It, it's it, if you're ma if somebody else is making an agenda, that's their agenda. I can't live by their rules because those are their rules. That, that this is a whole philosophy they're setting up for themselves, a whole way for them to live. And and dude, I'm just not going. I'm not going to join their little cult. If they want me to say something, they need to give me some rock solid fucking reasons for changing the very way I speak the English language to them. If they can't give me a compelling rock solid reason, then, you know, fuck their feelings. And I know that's kind of abrupt and a little harsh and a little, you know, well, you shouldn't poke the bear like that. You got to be more sensitive in 2018. Well, the only thing I have to do is be a law-abiding fucking citizen. Any little rules or regulations or this or that or the others, dude, those are not rules of law. Those are just ideas people are out or right now. They're, uh, we're floating out all kinds of weird ideas. You know, today we're talking about chivalry and good manners and how we treat each other because that's what this really boils down to. How are we treating each other? Right. 
How we, and especially in forums like this, how do we treat each other in a forum like social media, in a chat room, on Twitter, on Facebook? I, dude, how many times, because I've kind of connected into it over the last year, how many times do people just absolutely trash another's idea? Yeah. In, in the most unchivalric, unceremonious, unkind way. And just for days and days and days, people will beat up on each other just for the simple reason that they can beat up on each other, not feel bruised. But what happens inside is we just we start taking all that shit too seriously. Right. This is not that serious unless we make it serious. This can be fun and lighthearted and we have a really good time doing it, you know, until, you know... if your experience is anything like mine, especially over the last six months, is I've really started to actually over the last year since I've known you and and, and Mike and 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 Jink, is you know I never thought it would be possible to actually make friends in this kind of a forum without ever having met you guys, you know, sat down over a meal at a table over coffee. But I had to throw out my preconceived ideas and notions about what I thought to, you know, try to adopt something new. This is a new idea for me, but it seems to be working. So the whole thing is, if if we want to practice chivalry, maybe we don't need to call it chivalry anymore. You know, if you boil it down to its essence, being chivalric is just being nice. Yeah, it's a kindness that we show another human being. That kindness being a thank you, a please, a door open, a may I help you with that, or even a how are you today. If chivalry's too heavy an idea, we can always just try being fucking nice. And if you think being fucking nice is weak. Why don't you come and talk to me about weakness and niceness? Why don't you come in and, and directly address me with, oh, well, Dave, I think weakness is, or, or being nice is weak. Come talk to me about it. Let me explain to you exactly my philosophy, if you will, on how weakness is not only strength, but, uh, or excuse me, niceness is not only strength, but it's one of the greatest strengths you can practice. Yeah, because it not only affects you, but it also affects another human being, no matter what their mindset is. You know, if I if I open a door worrying about, oh, is she going to like it or not, or is he going to like it or not, then I'm, you know what's going to happen? I'm just going to eventually stop doing it, and I don't foresee myself stopping to do it. So for me, it's it's not all of these ideas. What are they going to think? I do it because it's the right thing to do. Sometimes we just got to fucking do things because they're the right thing to do, and it's the right time to do it. Right. Chivalry's too heavy. Just keep boil it down to to an essence that 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 uh, that's workable for simple folks like us. Right. T-shirt. Yeah, if you look at what I uh, what uh, Russell Zavala had said. I decided to put, say T-shirt. Oh, okay. That's why Jimmy Christmas. Uh, 
Oh, what are they talking about? Bathrooms now? Uh, there was talk. It was talking about the the argument to how women on the like one, the girl in the chat room <clears throat> that's messing it. Lifey, she's pointed out. You know, they, they were getting into a different topic, and she kind of pointed out like that's why about when it comes to, like transgendered, how most women are not comfortable with transgender men. Uh, being in their bathrooms and stuff. That's and and then that's why Russell Zavala went off and said that's why uh, they need to have a transformer bathroom sign or something. And uh, you know because like the transgender transformer and uh, all I can picture is I I like can picture is the idea like yeah, we need to get like a bathroom sign that's got a transformer because Optimus Prime needs a place where he can unload his his oil. <clears throat> Even Megatron needs to go to the bathroom once in a while. That's true, I guess. I suppose that's right. I, I'm not real familiar, but I, I'm, I'm guessing that's true. Oh come on! You didn't watch Transformers back in the '80s? No. Really? No. My daughter did. I mean, when she was little, she would watch a Transformer, but not really. No. 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 Not. I mean, I mean. It, it, as as a fan, no. I mean, because my daughter would watch it every now and then. I'd kind of peek in on it and see what was going on, and you know, yeah. Well, dude, I thought the Jetsons were the height of of uh, science fiction cartoons. <laughs> I'm still getting over the fact of listening in and thinking I could just put water on a uh, a single drop of water on this pin pill, and it'll turn into a whole meal. What the hell? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, well, if we can use this as a quick low moment, um, you know, uh, if I may, just wanted to put this announcement out there. I'm going to, every week when we do this show on Saturdays, um, I want to do like a one quick section um, just to give an alert. And it's just an alert for everybody. It's not getting into any discussion, really. Um, but I mentioned it earlier, was uh, the list for the primaries. You know, the, we have the primary... This year is the midterm elections, and the primary elections is where you can vote on who you want to be even the candidate for your party. If you're an independent in most states, you're screwed. So <clears throat> I just made this out quickly, uh, not discussing any politics. This is just a schedule. These are the current states who have already had your primaries. So if you live in a state in one of these states, your primaries are already come and gone, unless there's a runoff date. Um California, Oregon, Nevada, Idaho, Montana, both Dakotas, Nebraska, Iowa, New Mexico, Texas, Arkansas, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, Kentucky, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, Maine, New Jersey, Virginia, both Carolinas, Mississippi, Alabama, and Georgia. If you live in any of these states, you've already had your primary, so you can't vote now if you haven't. Uh, there is some runoffs that could be happening. This uh, upcoming Tuesday is June 19th. Arkansas will have its primary runoffs, and Washington, D.C. will have its um, its uh, primary day. And then um, uh, the 26th, there's going to be a few states, and I'll put the alert out again, but for the 26th, Colorado, it's one of the last big ones. Colorado, Maryland, Mississippi, New York, uh, Oklahoma, South Carolina's runoff, um, and Utah. So keep in mind of that, everybody. Hey, Russell Zavala solved it. Uh, oh, that's clever. It's a picture of a bath of three bathrooms. One has a man on it, one has a woman on it, and one has the Autobot symbol. And they name it men, women, and then it says Transformers more than meets the eye. Yeah, that, not, better than ever. So, but um, 
I just want to let you guys know about them. Keep keep in mind of the primaries because if you guys really want to vote, those are important things as well. So, like I said, not get into a political discussion, just informing you people. That's all. <clears throat> but how do you think the episode's going so far, Dave? Dave, did you mute yourself? Yeah, I did. <laughs> So far, so good, man. That's good. Good. Yeah, I thought this one, I mean, I figured the Suicide and Depression show would probably have a lot more going to it, but, and I'll admit, it's stupid to say, but the whole thing that I, did really trigger me with uh, that whole thing, like, you know, like, oh, we do chivalry because, you know, it's perceived that women are weak. It's like, that just was really eaten up in a stupid way because it's like, What's the? Uh, that's basically saying we shouldn't be doing it at all because if we do, that means we support the idea that women are weak. And it's like we do it because we're, we're supposed to be gentlemen. I mean, w- at a young age like you, we're raised to be gentlemen. Never hit a woman. Always be respectful. I- I'll give you an example of a culture that's probably one of the biggest in chivalry, Samoans. Um, in my short stint when I was a corrections officer up north, uh, we had a lot of Samoans in Alaska. We had a lot of Samoans. I mean, I'm not saying it was, it was like 20% of the population, but it was a fair amount. And one of the things that we learned is if you, if, if a Samoan inmate had a problem with a corrections officer, and if let's say he were to go on the attack, and it's not like I ever experienced this, but this is what we were taught, was, um, we were taught that women were basically safe. A, 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 a Samoan, a Samoan inmate could attack a male corrections officer, but a woman, if a female corrections officer tried to stop him, he would not put a finger on her. He would, he might even stop and listen to her, because they are big in the culture of respect for women. You want to talk about a chivalrous culture? It's the Samoans, and they practice it. You know, like <clears throat> they will listen, they will be courteous to a, a woman, every little thing possible. And it's like uh, under the logic, if you're respectful to women, you're perceiving that women are weak. So it's like, um, it's it's like what what the hell? Now, I mean, Russell Zavala is making a joke saying that's not true. Roman Reigns hits Stephanie. I don't remember that. Maybe he did, but that was an act. In real life, there's not a chance he probably would have. He probably would have been scolded by his family in real life. Um, you because you could be disowned from the family. If you if you abuse a woman in the Samoan culture, you know, but it's like according to this logic, if you do anything, if you do anything that's nice or generous to a woman, it's like okay, you're doing it because women are weaker. It's like what's the what's the damn point? Well, now here here's uh, there again. I can only speak uh, from experience. So one of the big uh, things for me was I wasn't raised around weak women. From from my mom to my aunts to you know uh, cousins and and their aunts, they were a bunch of tough women, man. And and uh, the thought of hitting a woman meant that uh, you were probably going hit, to get hit back. And it wasn't considered unladylike or whatever. You know, these are, here again, I'm, I'm, we're talking about country folks. Right. And and for them, ladylike were very simple things. You had good manners. You, you acted properly. 
But, you know, if challenged, hell yeah. You know, you don't just, I mean, and, and I, trust me, I knew plenty of women that would kowtow to, to men, and it was always kind of a disgusting thing to see. Right. Uh, women beaten and beleaguered, and, and you know, it, it, it's a terrible thing. And, and men that do shit like that are pigs. <clears throat> but for the others, for all the others, you know, it, the culture I was brought up in, uh, I'm not going to say that women were taught to express themselves because it was the old days. Nobody was really taught to express themselves. But you kind of understood that if you didn't stand up for yourself, you were going to get run over. And that was bad. So learn how to stand up for yourself. Right. And and I, I I just happened to live around plenty of people who were glad to teach you how to stand up for yourself. And it's and it, it's really that confidence that that you know makes uh, having good manners all the more easier because you don't have to fear others. You can actually always remember that that when I go out in the world nobody's really over me. Nobody's under me. I'm on a level playing field. Dude, it's a football field. From goalpost to goalpost, it is level. And no matter how good everybody is or how bad everybody is, we are on one field and we are doing one thing, and that's existing right here. Right. <clears throat> and if, since we're all existing right here, and, and you know... Even, especially in this day and age, you see a lot of these old camps and old ideas and old uh, theories about societies and groups and cultures. A lot of these things are falling apart, and, and the world is becoming more and more individualistic. So, you know, instead of reaching out to our groups and societies and cultures, it's just, it's going to have to be this thing again where we're reaching out one person to another and saying, hey, you can't treat people that way. Yeah. If if you're doing that, you got to do something different. But now here comes this discussion, and uh, uh, this will be good. We have more voices to talk about it. But like <clears throat> his son, that Luke Birch, and Luke Birch is from England, so like that, that's uh, pointed out because this, that shows it's not just within the United States. But we see this here as well. He said, um, uh, "You know, I hate women who take advantage of the don't hit a woman." To abuse, uh, deal to abuse men. Um, Russell Zavala, listen, anytime women hit a dude, there was a clock on him. Basically, the point is that they're, what they're getting at is the fact of that women say, you know, you can't hit a, hit a woman, which you shouldn't, but then at the same time, they'll hit you, and, uh, because they know that you won't hit back or something. So it's like they will do that stuff, but then the second, if you, uh, you know, hell, even sometimes if you're trying to block, they may try to make the claim that, um, <clears throat> that, um, that, 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 that was a hit of something and they want to get you for whatever. You know, Catpool saying I had an abusive girlfriend and it cost me two grand, ten witnesses and multiple police reports to get a restraining order on her. And here a woman can lie and get an instant restraining order on a guy. It's bullshit. Uh, Luke Birch, that's why man or woman, I subscribe to the idea of never throw the first punch. But if you, if you spring, you better be able to take it back. Uh, uh, kind of stuff like that. But what's the reviews from you and from our other guests who just joined in? Bobby Anthem. Hey, hey, what's going on, Bobby? What's happening? You know what I'm going to say already. Well, let me say it. Let me say it first today. I love you, Bobby. 
I love you, Dave. I really hey, man. Do. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just I can't say it enough, man. <laughs> oh man, that did, we, we've got to do this every time we meet in the room, man. Every time we walk in the room together, this has got to be the thing now, I guess. So, <laughs> I guess so and it tickles the hell. I don't know why, man, but I just start. I, I just kind of get lighthearted, you know, giddy. I guess. <laughs> He makes it sound like he's got that high school crush coming up. Every time you come in the room, Bobby, I just get giddy. I can't help it. I just want—I just want to love you. I just want to love you. Like, oh, you love me? Oh, awesome. He's—he's he's my new high school crush. <laughs> well, that's the first. I didn't have a crush in high school. Well, nobody crushed on me, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, they they didn't crush on you. They just wanted to get crushed by you. <laughs> not not in high school, man. No. Not in high school. Or college, for that matter. <laughs> nah, I was not a popular young man. No, sir. Well, I'll probably beg to differ. But in any case, what is your reviews on this whole thing? Well, um, first I'll speak on, um, I guess, what the guys were talking about in the chat. Because, you know, of course I have my views on that. You know, for anybody who... For anybody who's unaware, I'm the father of three teenage daughters. Oh, and, um, you must have, yeah. you must love life right now. <laughs> Living the dream, man. And you only wish you were dreaming. <laughs> At least, yeah. not that you don't love your girls. I'm just talking these 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 few years. You just wish we were a dream. Yeah. Like yes. All of your daughters are teenagers. Yes, they are. Yeah. Man, man. Hey, I, I, I'm going to mute myself because I've got to mourn for you for a few minutes. <laughs> I dealt with it one time. You got it three times at once. Oh, you're a champ. You're a saint. <laughs> yeah, the biggest challenge was my oldest. You know, um, yeah, she's she was the one who uh, wanted to be the rebel and uh, the troublemaker and make all of the bad decisions and everything. She's doing a lot better now, but you know, she had to uh, she had to uh, voluntarily walk through the fire to kind of learn that that shit burns, you know. Um, but yeah, I wanted to speak on the what uh, the guys were talking about in the chat. Can you all hear me? Oh, we can hear you fine. Cool. Okay. So, um, as far as as far and this isn't even why I called, but since since you touched on it. While I'm on the line here, I taught my girls, and this 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 actually applies to everybody, everybody, uh, male, female, whatever. I, I taught my girls at a at an early age. If you try to fight a man, expect him to fight you like a man. Expect that. You know, like I don't. It, it's of course. If a man is to put a, if a man is to put his hands on a woman, if a man is to abuse a woman in any way, he's a bitch. That's just how that is. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if a man is to put his hands on a, on another man, he's a bitch. It's just, it's not a thing that has to fucking happen. Like I, I believe that there's always another way. I really don't think that it has to come to violence. It doesn't have to. You know, if you can't talk shit out, then you're no better than a fucking animal. You know, um, I truly believe that. But as far as as far as male on female, I taught my girls, if you are going to start a fight with a guy, expect him to fucking hit you. That's what's going to happen. You know, 
you can't you can't go into a situation thinking, oh, I can't believe he put he he hit me. That's that's well, no. If you hit him, he will hit you back, and I believe that he I believe that he probably should. If anybody put their hands on me, and I'm not a violent person, I'm I'm very much against violence, very strongly against violence. Um, fortunately for me, I didn't have to fight a lot being built the way that I'm built. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people don't want to, you know, didn't really want to test me. But if anybody put their hands on me, I don't care, man, woman, whatever, I will fight you. I will, you know. I, and I don't feel like that makes me wrong. Um, I know a lot of cases, okay, a friend of mine, good friend of mine, like this was, I'm not going to mention his name or anything because you can actually, you can actually Google his name and find this shit. Like his, his name is, his name in his small town, he stays in a small town. Anybody can look him up and find this shit. He was in a relationship with a girl and, um, he found out that she had stopped taking her birth control or she had like a birth control device, one of those devices, whatever. I don't know how that shit works. I'm not a doctor, Yeah. but, um, but, uh, he had been trying to leave her, not trying very hard, but he had been trying to leave her. Um, he, he remained in the sexual relationship with her while he was trying to leave her. The whole thing was falling apart. She wasn't ready to let him go. So what she tried to do was she tried to trap him with a baby. He, he found that out. Mm-hmm. So what he did was he went over to her house to tell her, listen, this is, it's over. We're done. I, I, I'm, I'm out, you know? So she flipped the hell out and started beating the shit out of him just started punching on him pounding on him Mm -hmm. um 